Hey everybody, welcome to the Division Community Podcast, episode number five. Five. We did it. We kept going. We're at five. It's just going to be me today. LOK King Macho stayed up all night doing the prestige raid on Destiny 2, so he completed it. GG, bro. Congrats on that. I haven't even looked at it. But that's another story for another day. So, everybody, as many of you may know, may not know, the state of the game for today was canceled due to people traveling. I would assume some of that is because Hamish is a TwitchCon, which I believe is in Florida. So, hey, Sean, or Shaws, how are you? Um, I'll just be going through stuff myself. There's not going to be anything to recap from the state of the game because there was no state of the game, which is fine. So I'll pick up with some of the stuff that we left off with last week, which included the Underground. I was asked what my thoughts were on the Underground, and I hadn't tried it yet on the PTS. Um, so now I can say what I think about the Underground, how I feel about it. And we're going to discuss Reclaimer and what they've done with it. Nomad, how I feel about Nomad at this point, and Rogue 2.0. And I'm going to leave Rogue 2.0 for last just because there's so much that I want to discuss with Rogue 2.0. I say there's so much. There's really not a lot that I want to say, but there's just some things that I do want to hit on. So, Underground. First off, let me say Underground is more fun than what it was. Is it? Is there vastly more to do, or is it that much more interesting to, to do no I mean yeah they change the directives and they work differently so you have to mold your play style like if you're shooting the shock ammo you can't just hold down and ADS and just shoot your entire clip because you'll have a bar that goes up and once that bar hits the top range of or, or the end of the bit you'll get shocked so you'll be shocking enemies and then if you're not careful you'll end up shocking yourself it's cool it was fun. Um, the disruptor, um, there's well, there's a disruptor, but if you have that disruptor on, that means you get your skills back faster. There's one that gives you a constant heal, but it means that you can't use your healing t uh, skills as often. Um, all in all, it was good fun. Um, but would I go down there just for the sake of going down there and playing? I don't know. At this point, it really didn't do that much more for me than the original Underground did. Uh, I will say that the first drop that I got when I was down there from a boss for completing a challenging section was the big Alejandro, which was a plus. I mean, that was cool to see that drop from a boss down there. So I was happy about that. But all in all, if if you didn't absolutely love the underground at the beginning, it's not going to be that much different now. I will say adding the hunters puts in a little bit of another level or a higher tier of excitement for some it did for me because the way that we played we had just cleared an area and we were running to the next area and all of a sudden I see another I don't know why I thought it was a player I guess I'm in the dark zone too much but I saw someone else coming around the corner next thing you know I get dropped instantly it was a hunter I was like what the had a little ghillie cover on his face and everything I was blown away I was like wow the hunters are in here and then they just did what they do in survival it came over my body and just started hacking at me. I was like, rip the dream. Rip the dream. Um, but other than that, I mean, it really 
it really doesn't have too much more that's going to draw my interest in there. Will I play it from time to time? Yeah. I'll go down there and check it out. Is it going to be something I turn the Division game on for? Probably not. So they did also add checkpoints. Um, the weird thing is, is if you're in Phase 1, for me, no matter how far into it I got, if I got to the very end and I was fighting a boss and I was killed, I would checkpoint back to the very beginning of the match. So I wouldn't lose out on everything, but I did have to rerun the entire mission again to get all the way through to where the boss is. Not the end of the world, but it's not really a checkpoint. If you're starting over at the beginning, it's just starting you over at the beginning. You're not really you're not getting kicked out and losing the directive intel. So it was cool. Um, I didn't go down in phase two or three, so I really can't say whether or not it pulls you back to the beginning during those phases. But it doesn't kick you out anymore. So for those of you that hate it when it kicked you out, it doesn't do that anymore. And I would assume on a phase two or three, you would start back over on phase two if you were on phase two or phase three at the beginning if you were on phase three. So that's the underground um, from my perspective. If any of you have any other perspectives, I'm, I'm all ears. I'd like to hear what you guys think about it. Um, another big topic, Reclaimer. Reclaimer was nerfed in the PTS. It's not nerfed in the live game, but in the PTS they have nerfed it. So when we first were introduced to the six-piece talents, talents for Reclaimer, we had the uh, expanded range and the, what's the, I forget the fifth, the two fifth-piece talents. Oh, more health. <clears throat> and then the six-piece talent you get 100% healing and there was 100% revive time plus the whole improved reclaimer which was if your box was destroyed by an NPC it had a 50% chance for it to not go on cooldown and you can put it down again. Well when it came out in the game they took that 100% revive time which gave you about two and a half second revive time. They nerfed it down to 40% which gave you a three second revive time. Not the end of the world, but it was a change they made to it. Well, in the PTS for 1.8, that came out after Reclaimer was already introduced and we farmed for it during the global events, we had... People had noticed that the 40% revive time was gone. There's no 40% revive time anymore, so you lost that entire talent. They pulled it out of the game. I dug through the patch notes for um, PTS 1 and 2 to see if I could find where it was at. I didn't see any mention of it. I don't know if others did. Um, but I took it to the forums, which you see over here. I have the forums up because this is where I do all of... Or this is where I spend a lot of my time. If I'm not in Discord talking with you guys, I'm in the Division um, general forums, reading through, talking with people, discussing... Um, hey, what's up, Jaycran? discussing the uh, the game and where it is and, and what issues are out there and whatnot. It's pretty much just an open forum. You should check it out if you haven't already set up an account and go in there and, and give your thoughts. Read through it. There's a lot of great information in there. At any rate, I dug through it. I couldn't find anything on it. So I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say it was a silent nerf that they didn't tell us about and we just had to find it. But I can't find any details on it. So if anybody else show me where I missed it that'd be great because I don't want to sit here and think that it was a silent nerf if it wasn't um, at any rate it's gone I just 
I went into the Twitch stream for the Division game and Petter was playing, and I asked him about it. Why was it nerfed? Was it considered OP? And his answer was he wasn't sure. He had no idea why it was nerfed. Just fine. He's not a developer. It's not his job to necessarily know about it. But it would have been nice to hear, well, we did it because of this, or this is why we did it. But there was nothing. It was just, I have no idea. So, PTS3 is out. I haven't been able to get it to load up on my PC to see if they made any changes to Reclaimer yet, or if they put the talent back. I know that they added more things in for a tactician. Um, in PTS2, they removed the stacking from turrets, and now in PTS3, the stacking from turrets is back. What about the RPM glitch? RPM glitch is still in there. It's just not as bannable offense. It's People are still able to stack skill haste or um, the RPM. Hey, Broxy, welcome. So, it's still in the game, and it's not bannable because they said you can only stack it once. Honestly, I've played in the DZ in the live game maybe once or twice. I don't even care to go in there right now um, because I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather test the game out and give my input in as much as I can to for the PTS for 1.8 to see if it, it helps. It might. I don't know. We'll see. But just because of the glitching and what's going on there, I really haven't cared to play it. Um, on top of that... It's just, uh, after the global events, it's, there's not a lot of interest for farming. I've played all the missions over and over. The DZ is broken. Last Stand doesn't do much for me. The only thing I might start going into is survival um, and doing the PvP mode, just because. Um, so, back to the PTS 1.8. Nomad. Nomad, Nomad, Nomad. It's so funny. In these forums, um... I've been discussing Nomad since I first saw it, since it first came out in the PTS, the 6 piece, and I said it was really strong. Did it need to be nerfed? I wasn't necessarily for it, but after playing it over the past few weeks and seeing it change, they've already made changes to where you're not getting the 75% health anymore, or 75% uh, damage resiliency. It, it was pushed down to 60, but I made the comment that if it stayed as it is, it's going to be the meta. And I had people argue against me. No, it's not going to be the meta. This build is stronger. This build is stronger. And this build is stronger. And I'm not quite sure that the people that I, I'm that were responding to me actually know what a meta is. Because a meta is something that everybody runs. Because it, it's whether it's the most powerful or it's just the most well-liked. Regardless of what it is. If majority of the people are running it, by default, has become the meta. The house, the new SMG that is coming out, will be the meta for SMGs at its current rate. Even with the decrease of five percent from twenty-five percent to twenty percent on the uh, card talent, it is a as crazy strong SMG, and I feel like it's going to be the meta if left as is. Um, but back to Nomad, I go into the Dark Zone or I go into Skirmish and anybody and everybody in there, well, okay, not everybody, I'm not going to say everybody because that's just, I can't prove that factually. I can say majority of the people in there are running Nomad and it's not hard to tell who you are 
because you're always glowing in green. You're like Bruce Lee, but you got the green glow. It is definitely the meta for good reason right now. I mean, you're basically a cat with nine lives and the chances of you surviving a battle are high, extremely high if you're wearing um, Nomad. You can get your DPS high, you can have decent toughness. Um, most of the people are negating skill power or neglecting skill power because it really doesn't do much for them. But it is the go-to build in the game. There's no question about it. If you run up into a group of about 10 people, I'm almost willing to bet that seven of them are running Nomad. That's how many people are running Nomad. And I like to try different sets. I put different sets on to try things. But you can't do anything because everybody's running Nomad with high DPS and they're destroying. Which, by the way, DPS is still the king in PvP. It doesn't matter what your build is. I mean, okay. Let me take that back. It does matter what your build is. But you can have a tanky build and still be destroyed by somebody that's running all DPS. It happens. Um, Predator's Mark is a really strong build, but if you stack the stamina above 9,000, but you'll still get destroyed by somebody who's running 10,000 firearms. It happens. Um, so it really is still going to be king as far as I can tell right now in the game. People are still gonna be stacking DPS into the eight, between 7,500 7, and higher um, firearms to make sure that they're hitting good. So Nomad, crazy powerful, survivability is insane, and it is the predominant gear set in the dark zone at this point. I was in the dark zone this morning before I started, and about, f there were four of us in the DZ three of them were running Nomad. I ended up switching to Nomad because I couldn't kill them. I mean, you try to take one down or the other down and it, you're fighting essentially them through two, three, two times over at a minimum, three if they're running a recovery lane. Um, a few of us, uh, Broxy said, a few of us a while back argued about DPS firearms and I said, I always about DPS. DPS is still king there's in, at least in pvp what's your opinion on the nerf for the m4 low mp7 mp5 I, i'm tired of nerfs i mean it's not if we have other guns that are weaker then buff the guns up stop nerfing all of the other ones because all you're doing is creating more imbalances and i know someone you could argue well you can create an imbalance by buffing but at least with buffing you're not removing. They're essentially trying to fix a problem by creating another problem. Okay, so the M4 is not going to be the new assault rifle of choice. So an AK will be. And if any of you have seen Marco Styles' videos, who he he goes into a lot of thought when he's putting his videos together, and he breaks down all the calculations for um, weapon damage and things of that nature. Because of the way that they're doing the talents or the uh, the gloves with a percentage-based number for a percentage-based increase in damage on the gloves, the lower RPM gun weapons are going to be stronger than the higher RPMs. It's going to happen, and so 
they're just going to create another imbalance and it's going to take a minute and some, we'll end up figuring out how to make it work the best for us and we'll take it from there and it'll be we'll end up seeing what the new gun of choice is but I'm telling you right now the the house is the weapon of choice because it is in between an mp7 and an mp5 it's got the high rpms but it hits crazy hard and then you get that 20 percent damage extra damage on half of the clip it's insane you pair that with something like a banshee build um, against a group of four nomads you're talking about a or four um manhunts and you're talking about huge increases to your damage Big Alejandro. Big Alejandro got another nerf today. So now it is probably one of the weaker LMGs. Again, it took another nerf. I haven't played with it, but I've been reading in the forums and it seems like it's been nerfed again. Has anybody even used the Devil or the Hill? I tried them and I was like, meh. I even tried them with the Hunter's Faith build. Just, it wasn't, I wasn't impressed. But that's me. If any of you liked them, I'd like to know, or liked it, I'd like to know because. I think it's cool. What's the best assault rifle right now? I would still say it would be an M4, lightweight M4 or an LVOA. Yeah, those are still two of the best. But, but, I'm seeing more and more AK-47s coming into the mix because of how hard they're hitting. They're hitting crazy hard. It really is, uh, I'm not going to say that it's switching over yet because the assault rifles, the M4s and the LVOAs are still in the top at the top of being used but we'll see as we get deeper into the PTS we'll see what happens I don't like to say what's the best right now because Nomad I feel is going to get a huge change there's no way that Nomad is going to stay the way that it is too many people are running it is MDR still OP? MDR is still great MDR is still a great weapon I'm not going to lie um, you you use it the right way with the right build and that that's crazy on top on top of the this um, just the, the sheer power of it the distracted talent is multiplicative so it's one of those talents that gives you even more damage because of the fact that it's multiplicative you pair that with prepared so you get prepared you get um, distracted you run it with a banshee because all the banshee talents are multiplicative Pretty much, it, it's stupid, stupid strong damage. You put um, intense on it, or intense prepared and distracted with a banshee build, and it's gonna be crazy. Haha, <laughs> using banshee. Biggie said using banshee in an AK-47. It was funny to take down rogues because it was hitting the rogues so hard. Yeah, because of all the damage being multiplicative, it hits hard. That's your favorite weapon, is the urban MDR? Nice, GG. It is a good one. So, let's go on to what I want to talk about. Hold on. Jcrin said M4 and LVOA got a 3% decrease in damage. Well, I, again, I haven't played the PTS for PTS3. I tried to get it loaded up this morning and it wouldn't let me. So, I'll be testing that out shortly. Um, what I really, really, really want to hit on today is Rogue 2.0 and this is a very very like people are either for it and completely for it 
or they absolutely hate it. And the ones that I see mostly that love it are the, the, the people or the players that have gone into the game and they go into the dark zone and they're a solo player and they're getting destroyed by teams of four who just want to get their row, get their manhunt, and then run it off as quickly as they can and then watch rinse repeat. Do it again, which is keeping the solo player from farming. And there's groups too, I'm just saying, like the people that I see that are liking it, not, and it's not all of them, some of them are against it, but majority of them that are for it are in that category where they were in that group or that solo player and they just want to go in there and they want to farm, they want to have fun, get the full effect of the DZ with extractions and the NPCs. And then you have the other side of the house, which are the A, the solo rogues, because let's let's be honest here, going manhunt solo is not going to be the easiest thing in the world anymore. Is it impossible? No, not at all. But it is not going to be the easiest thing in the world. So, you also have... I'm not going to call them gankers or anything like that. You have the teams that go rogue. I, do people get ganked in the dark zone? Yes, absolutely. Does that make them a ganker? No. Not really. I mean, you kill people over and over and over, whether it's advantageous to you or it's not and you're taking risk. It doesn't matter. It's part of the game. It happens. Um, if you're checkpoint camping and doing it, then that's that's just you. That's how you play. Whatever. I think it's garbage, but I'm not going to sit here and say that it doesn't happen. Um, at any rate, that's not the point. The new system. I'm I'm one of the players that came into the division purely for the PVE side. I wanted to play the game. I wanted to go through the story of the game. When I heard about the dark zone. And people going into it, I was—I had the wrong idea about it from the get-go. I was told, if you go into the dark zone, people will steal your loot. And in my head, I was like, they're going to steal all the loot that I got from out here? I'm not going in there. I worked too dang hard to get all this gear. And that was before we even had like gear sets or anything, really. So I, I wouldn't go into the dark zone. And I got the game. I started playing the game in beta. Didn't go into the DZ still until August. Um... Yeah, August. So about six months, about four or five months into the game was the first time I went into the DZ. And I farmed it, and I hated it because I was getting killed over and 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 over by rogues. I couldn't do anything. I'd get gear out. I would try to be so sneaky about it. So I went into the game full PvE. And now what draws me into the game more than anything is... The PvP aspect of it because it's such a unique PvP style. Is it broken? Hell yes. Does it need a lot of work? Absolutely. But I still enjoy it. It's still fun. It's what's keeping me in the game. With that being said, I've read so many articles, I've talked to so many people, and I've watched so many YouTubers and YouTube videos that are just bashing it almost to the point where they're whining. That, it's a, that the dark zone is about to be unfair to rogues. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because of the friendly fire? Because no friendly fire is off? And I've said this from the very beginning. We either need friendly fire off or friendly fire needs to be on for everyone. Meaning, if I'm shooting at somebody and one of my teammates walks in front of my bullets, 
I kill my teammate. It needs, that's just my opinion. And I, you, a lot of you may not share, but it either needed to be off or it needed to be on. To me, it was all or nothing. And I say that because the body blocking was ridiculous. The running in between people in hopes that you would make someone else go rogue to shift the fight from you to them, that entire strategy was garbage. It was terrible. I hated it. It was the absolute worst thing in the world to go into a fight with a group and to try to take somebody out and all of a sudden they're running in between another solo player that's in there that wants to get a shot in and all of a sudden you're rogue. You got a manhunt in front of you. You're a 19 second rogue and you have this somebody that wants to boost their stats on the division tracker or on you play so they start shooting at you because your back's turned because you're focused on the rogue and they drop you it was garbage it was dumb hold on let me see i got a comment from mr aliens try dz of other brackets when you get bored of getting killed it's more legit dps not op i went down into the lower brackets and and it was it was fine it was fun the I like trying to figure out how to make the builds better by manipulating the numbers. And yeah, the you get way more of a, a balanced PvP in the lower brackets. I will not argue that fact. Um, but when dealing with Rogue 2.0, the strategy that they're removing from the game isn't going to be game-breaking. And let's be honest, hasn't it always been unfair in the Dark Zone? Especially for the solo players, whether it's a solo rogue or just a solo farmer. Hasn't it always been unfair? You've always had to worry about more than one person coming at you. It's always been that way. The only thing that's being removed is the chance of you causing someone else to go rogue to shift the fight. Which, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see why anybody that is used to going rogue is complaining about it now. Because... I remember being that PvE farmer that only did that. And what do I get told? Don't go into the dark zone. If you can't handle it, don't go into the dark zone. Well, guess what? If you can't handle it, don't go into the dark zone. It's going to be unfair. They've just shifted it. It's not even impossible to do it anymore. And I'll bring that up later. The mechanics behind it are still are still in place. Um, Jay Kren said Rogue is supposed to be high risk, high reward. It is. We'll talk about the reward part. It's high risk, but we'll talk about the reward part. Biggie said, yep, kill one rogue, and they turn and cover their buddies. Absolutely. And that's garbage. They would come out and body block, so you would go rogue on them. No. It, it, it's always been that way. And now that there's a change, now that there's a change, and you're the, the people that are used to always going rogue and using that, that particular strategy, you've lost it. But you know what? You can adapt. It's not difficult. The game isn't the hardest thing in the world. Um, Big Ian said, let's be honest, this change was brought on by those rogue players themselves. Yes. And then ran around chasing other players out of the DC and then they wonder why the change occurred. Exactly. And Massive is trying to fix it. Got Alex. A lot of the people that are in the game, that are, they are saying that they are not going to be... Um, I lost my train of thought because I just got a host from... Uh, from nice guy. Thanks, nice Morning. guy. Entering What's going downtown. on? Um, so anyway, I lost my train of thought. Now I got to get back to it. 
going to the dark zone. They were going rogue. Morning. Entering dark zone. Crap. I completely lost my train of thought. No, you're good, Knight. You're good. You're good. Um, hey, Mia. Orgaya, how's it going? Morning. Entering dark zone. The change. You know what? Forget that. I'll just move on to my next topic, which is the friendly fire. The friendly fire being off. Off. Um, oh, no, not the friendly fire. The multi-grouping. That's what I wanted to hit on. Multi-grouping. Everybody that... Not everybody. A lot of the people that are playing it, they go rogue. They're worried about multi-grouping. They're worried that... I said players getting chased out of the game from the DZ. Yes, yes, yes. Players getting chased out of the game. I feel that there's going to be more players in the, the DZ now. They're gonna. I really feel like this change is going to bring more people into the DZ, which is what's needed. We need to have more people in the dark zone because the dark zone is Morning. essentially zone. the in-game content. Uh, is it the best? It, it wasn't. This could help. And I'm not saying that it is. I, I need to retract what I said. It's not in-game content. I mean, I guess it could be. Massive wanted the dark zone to be where everybody went after the story. That's that's what I read at least, and if I misread it, then my apologies. That's the way I took it from them. But now you're gonna have all the people that were chased out of the dark zone be able to come back in on fair footing. Without, am I saying they're gonna have to not worry about rogues? Absolutely not. People are still gonna go rogue. They're still gonna try to hijack your your gear, but it's gonna be more of a balanced fight. And if you still, if you you can choose to fight it or you can choose not to. I know many people that go into the dark zone and as soon as a rogue comes after them, they're like, all right, kill me. I'll just go do something else or I'll come back in and farm later. Um, so I think it's going to bring more people in. I truly do. And that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that there's a lot of people in the, in the dark zone now because of this change. I think the big complaint now is you can't run off the manhunt. See, but that's... That's completely wrong, Biggin. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, like, the people that are necessarily thinking that way. Night before last. Yeah, night before last. No, maybe it was two nights ago. It was either two nights ago. It doesn't matter. The other night, Jen and I got into the Dark Zone on the PTS. We um, got into a group with two people that we had never played with. No comms, no nothing. Jen and I were talking because obviously where we play, we can talk to each other. Um, and then the two random people. We went manhunt about five or... I uh, know. We went manhunt at least seven or eight times. We cleared it without dying five times. And when I say we went five or six and, or seven or eight times and we cleared it five... I got killed. I'm the only one that died, really, because I was running the heal build. I was the healer, so I was getting focused. Anytime I would run back to them, I would immediately get my manhunt back, and then we would go run it off again. So I'm saying five times without being killed, and then we got it a couple, uh, maybe one or two more times with me going down. And the server was after us. And, and I am no... I'm not great at PvP. I am not great at PvP. But... If you plan and you think, and I ran up to clear the manhunt and I saw a fire turret above the terminal. I saw a shock turret off to the side of it. But I'm like, okay, let me put down an immunizer. I'm the healer anyway. Let me put this down so this doesn't affect us. 
will kill or fight off the players because where it was was in Bryant Park. So they were either going to have to go to the safe room or the checkpoint at West 42nd or West 46th Street to get back to us. We fought them off and then we cleared the manhunt. I'm not, I'm not a super aggressive player. Biggie and said, I don't go rogue very much in the DZ since I run Banshee. It's a good build to run. Running Banshee is also going to help you run off your manhunt timer or, or, or clear your manhunt faster because it decreases your time based on the number of manhunts you have. So it's a good build to go um, rogue with. My point being, we had a group of four people, two of us that were playing together, me and Jen, and then two random people who had never played together were testing out things in the, the PTS. Yes, three of them were running Nomad to include Jen, and I was running... Hey, thanks for stopping by, man. I appreciate it. I'll get some shout-outs going for you guys. Um, and then myself, running my six-piece Reclaimer. And let me tell you, it was fun. Did we get killed? Yeah, I told you I died. I'm the one that died. Did the whole server come after us? Yes, they did. The server was after us. Did they camp the terminal to where we needed to clear our manhunt? Yes. They did. Were we still able to clear the manhunt against the server? We were, because not all of them camped there, so it gave us an advantage. But all it took was playing smart. And all the people that are complaining and saying that it's unfair or it's not going to work, I call BS on that so big, so hard, because... Most of them are better players at PvP anyway. If I can do it in a team that I really never play with, minus my wife, any of them can do it. So to sit there and whine and complain about it, especially given that you haven't tried it, if you haven't played it, then I don't want to hear it's garbage. Because you don't know until you get in there. You have no idea. But it is not the end of the world. It's not the end of the dark zone. And, it, and if... You leave the dark zone because of it, because the dark zone is not what it was, or the game doesn't look like what they showed at E3 in 2013. And guess what? Your expectations of the game were completely wrong. We have what we have. It's, it's broken, absolutely. But it's still a fun game. With all its faults, with Massive and all their issues, and everything that they do, it's still a fun game. And we have what we have. You can't look back and be like, well, this is the game we were supposed to have. It was the game we were supposed to have, but we didn't get that game. We got this one. And if you love this one, then who cares what it was supposed to be? What it was supposed to be is a pipe dream that's gone. Take it for what it is and either love it or leave it. It's your choice. You have that option. There's so many other games out that can be played. And if this, wasn't, isn't, this one isn't for you anymore then, I mean, it's your right to whine about it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't whine about it. I'm just saying, come on. The people that are whining now are some of the same people that were telling us as PVEers and farmers months ago to get good. So, right back at you. Get good. It's not the end of the world. I can see it's different. I can see that it's not the same dark zone that it was. It doesn't make it any worse. It doesn't make it any better. It's kind of balancing it out. So that's where my head is with Rogue 2.0. I, I try to stay in the middle of it because I, I, I can see both sides, especially considering that I play both. But it's definitely not this. 
completely unfair, rogues aren't going to have an advantage anymore, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not one to complain, but you guys got me like all like in it, in it. Uh, decisive said, I love the division, but the developers made never made a shooter before it, and it shows. True, but it also, the developers also were able to make it unique in that sense. Yes, I mean, we could spend hours talking about what they could have done and should have done and how they didn't give us what a shooter should have been. Especially if you played other Tom Clancy games. If you played other Tom Clancy games, it's like, how did this game get the Tom Clancy title? Hey, what's going on, LR? But it doesn't take away from how fun the game is, at least to me. And to the hundreds of other, thousands of other players that talk about it or play it. I mean, look, if, I, I'm hoping y'all can see this. I can scroll through forever on here. And if I go to, this is the division forums where I hang out, like getting all my information. I'll put a link to it in there in a minute. But if you look here, the division discussion, the general discussion, there's 28,505 threads. Are a lot of them complaints? Absolutely. But some of them aren't. Some of them are just good information. Um, looking for groups, tactics, and strategies. Here's all the information for the PTS where you get the patch notes. Which the patch notes for PTS 3 is before I started the stream. I couldn't, uh, they weren't out yet, so I couldn't go off of any of that. But this is where I get all of the information for the game. Um, before I come in here and I do these podcasts because I want to try to bring as many facts as I can and only give opinions when I'm talking about stuff like Rogue 2.0. Um, before I go, I do want to talk about the risk versus the reward that was brought up earlier by Jay Kern. And I have to say this. The rewards for clearing a manhunt, level 5. Hell, the rewards for clearing a manhunt, period. Garbage. Garbizio. Terrible. They really need to rework that because it is high risk and it, is, it so it should be high reward. And let me tell you, a accomplished knee pad, that's not high reward. I wouldn't even really call that a reward. I mean, you're doing a PvP um, fight. So what are accomplished knee pads going to do for me? Nothing. Nothing at all. They really need to look at what they're going to give. I'm not saying that we deserve classifieds or any of that. Hey, what's up, Jimmy? Um, Mr. Alien said, the more fair it's going to be, the more fun it's going to be. But when you work 70 hours on your build and you don't want to get downed by a, a random new player, same for him. Exactly. Um, next week, I'm going to talk about skirmish because let me tell you, skirmish is going to be life, at least for me. I've loved skirmish so far. Um... Decisive said a PvE dark zone was needed. It's the most fun experience in the game, and I'm forced to fight other players using cheap tactics. See, I'm not gonna, I'm not for a PvE dark zone because what the dark zone brings, even when I didn't do PvP, what kept me going back in. All right, Jimmy man, thanks for coming and hanging out, bro. Um, what kept me coming back in was the fact that I knew when I popped an extraction, I legit needed to watch my surroundings. Like it wasn't. It wasn't popping extraction and okay, I'm going to kill these NPC and once these NPC are cleared, I'm going to put this loot up and I'm going to go. No. It was the holy hell. I need to check out what's going on. Okay, I got rogues. At, I'm, at, I'm at the extraction on at DZ5 on the rooftop. I see rogues at the extraction at DZ4. I have this much time left. 
I should be able to get the gear on and maybe just try to fight them off if they come this way and come straight up or it might get out right before they get here. It was, I loved that feeling. Now I hated it when I lost the stuff, but just the fact that I knew because when they did go out, it was one of those, <sighs> I did it, I got it. Especially when gear was really important, like in 1.2, 1.3, you could only get certain gear from certain areas of the game, like the Dark Zone. So getting that piece of striker out that I didn't have, or a piece of sentry when sentry was stupid strong, onto the uh, rope, or even a sealed cast, because you're like, oh my god, what I get? What's in here? I gotta get this out right now. It's there was nothing like that. So I think if you took that away and you separated it, people would still have fun with it, but I don't think I don't think it would be as fun. At least for me. I mean again that I was addicted to doing that even when I would lose, which drove me to become a PvP player because I was like, you know what, damn this, I'm tired of getting destroyed. I'm tired of always having to lose my stuff because I'm shooting this person point blank and I'm taking nothing off of them. I need to learn how to start taking stuff off of them. Which is when I started becoming a student of the game and going in and researching and trying to learn as much as I could. And I'm still not... I can put you a build together that's going to hit stupid hard, but it's I'm, I'm not the greatest player in the world. Um, Biggie said, he'll have a good chance of getting classifieds. So why not making it do, making it worth it? Gore Gamer said, what would be a good reward? Phoenix credit? I don't know. I'm not going to... Again, I'm not going to say that they have to give me classifieds, but come on, drop me... An exotic. Drop me a god roll piece of gear. Drop me Phoenix credits. Drop me division tech. Drop me something that I am going to be able to use. Not something I'm just going to sell. Well, I say that you're going to be spending a lot of money using the optimization table because it's $250. 250 credits, regular credits, a roll. Um, Mr. Alien said, I agree with Gore Gamer. Phoenix would work. Could, could Phoenix could be worth the risk, but more rewards equals more rogues. Right. But if it's high risk, high reward, they're going to want to do that anyway. Would they not? I mean, the ones that are like, the people that are complaining about the new rogue system and saying that there's no incentive to go on rogue, you go rogue because you want to go rogue. I mean, Rewards at this point is not the reason you go rogue because I can go farm in the dark zone or any other mission in the game to get better rewards than I'm getting from the bounty caches and the manhunt caches. Like I was, I'm gonna post in the forums today that they've got to do something because the, the caches are just awful. Gore Gamer said, and that is why I played the division and bought the ultimate edition for PS4 when my PC died. The feeling. You're all alone. You have to be aware of your surroundings. Read the area and know the map. Yes, that exactly. Sickness said that's where additives and multiplicatives come into play. Yes, an exotic cache and 250 DZ credits. I would be happy with an exotic cache. I'd be happy with a classified cache. Um, let's be honest. Classified gear is going to be where it's at. But don't sleep on the Hexo build. Hexo builds are still really strong in the game. You're just going to have to check them out yourself. Um... Biggie and when they changed the rogue punishments and also getting the blueprints at a certain level. Um, they changed, what, when they changed them? They changed them in 1.1 is when the rogue mechanic changed. It used to be a lot higher. From what I was told, the, the risk for going rogue was a lot higher in 1.1 or 1.0. 
And then in 1.1, they changed it. I had a 5 to 9 second flashbang build. Everyone loved playing with me, farming the Barrett's Chest PC. I'm t this game, a lot of people come in and they're like, you still play this game? Because they'll see it on the Xbox dashboard. And actually, someone came into my stream, I believe it was yesterday, and was like, I didn't know people still played this. Because they saw me on the Xbox dashboard. And it was like, yeah, people still play this game. And it's still getting all the hate in the world, but I'm still here. I still play this game more than anyone or any other game that's out. And I'll continue to as long as as long as nothing crazy, crazy happens. The only thing that I really get tired of is redoing my builds every time they put they put something new out. That makes me like so aggravated at times. It is a great game. So that's why they changed it because people were whining. Uh, Mayhem said, I think it's still going to be good because of stamina is coming back. DPS still outdoes stamina. You can just take more bullets now. But a DPS build will still drop a tank build a lot faster, even with the right talents and skills on. Rogues were complaining like a couple of weeks that it was an unfair punishment when dying rogue, and they changed it, bam, all of a sudden. And now look what we have now. Now we have a system where you go out and you don't have to shoot somebody to go rogue, which, by the way, I think is great. If I want to go rogue, that means I'm looking for a PvP fight, right? I shouldn't necessarily have to shoot somebody that doesn't want to go rogue because or doesn't want to engage in PvP in the dark zone. So I come out the checkpoint, I toggle the rogue switch, I'm rogue, I run around. And guess what? The people that want a PvP fight are going to come to me. The ones that don't, they're not. But they're going to know where I'm at. I think it's a good change. I don't know. It's just me. I, th I like that. I like the fact that people are going to come at me or they're not. But I'm letting them know, hey, I'm in here and I'm rogue. What's up? Sickness said, I just wish they would go back to the old server. So tired of random deltas. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Jkrin, can you look at my build for 1.8 later? Yeah, just stream it and then I'll pop in and I'll take a look at it and see what you got going on. I told somebody that this morning and I think they streamed while I was streaming. So I couldn't get over to it. And by the time I got off the stream and went and looked, they had already turned theirs off. So we'll see if they come back and I'll take a look at theirs. Um, that's really all I have this week for the podcast. Um, is there? Do you guys have any other questions? Is there anything y'all want to talk about for next week? Anything y'all want me to look at in the PTS or try out? I can. I think I want to talk uh, about resistance next week. Okay, I'm reinstalling the game. You make me want to play. Hey, get it, Gore Gamer. Get it. It's a great game. Whether you do the PVE or the PVP side, it's still a great game. And. I love it. So, with that being said, if we don't have any other questions, next week, Macho will be back. I'm going to try to get some uh, some guests. So, if any of you guys are interested in being a guest, I'd like to bring y'all... Hey, Dark Rhino, how's it going? I'd like to bring y'all in to, to get y'all side so it's not just me or, or Macho talking like it usually is. Let y'all actually get y'all's voice into the podcast so we can hear it and see what you think. Uh, do they have a date yet for 1.8? Not yet. We're still in PTS. We just hit PTS 3 on PC today or last night. So it should be coming out on console within a week or so, possibly. Um, but we'll just have to look and, and see. I, I don't think it's going to come out until mid-November, honestly. 
I'll put my build in Discord so you can look at it. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm glad you said that. If any of you are wanting to talk, you can get on me in Discord. There's the link to my Discord server. Oh, it's not up because I turned my bot off. I'll put it in. Discord.gg slash Timdub151. Um, that cord. Just jump in there, ask questions, check it out. You'll see when I'm streaming and whatnot. I have four characters with two builds each. I have all four characters without, a, and I'm out of space. Thank you for all the classified gear. Um, at any rate, I'll be back. I'll probably be streaming tomorrow, um, playing some Division or... PUBG or Fortnite, I don't know, I haven't decided. And I'm going to be playing tonight probably with Komen. So if you guys want to hit us up, let me know. We'll be here. I appreciate y'all hanging out. You had 9K firearm sniper bill. Send me a picture. I want to see it. Send me y'all's bills. Let me take a look at them. I'd like to see what you guys put together. I think it'd be awesome. Um, but I'll be back next week with another Division Community Podcast. And hopefully it'll be with this um, the state of the game. I'm hoping that I get to recap the state of the game since they canceled it this week. Maybe we'll get more information. Surely the patch notes will be out. Um, if you guys enjoy this, I can do this more than just once a week. I say that over and over, but I really haven't seen a lot of feedback on it. So let me know. I can talk about this game regularly. At any rate, I appreciate y'all hanging out. And... It'll be in SoundCloud today, Alex. and then it'll be in on the iTunes Store and Google Play Store probably tomorrow or the next day. With that being said, I love you guys. It was awesome, and I will check y'all out later. Deuces, y'all.